0: To the king who reigns over all. And Hello, friends, and welcome to Untorn Radio, where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love. It's good to be with you guys. You are listening to the music of Matt Redman. How great is your faithfulness. Oh God. Coming at you live from Studio 14B. I'm your host, Jay Trainer, talking to you tonight about a greater plan. Coming at you live in just a few moments. Enjoy the music. He reigns over
1: all and never changes all time. Failing justice, unfading grace, whose promise says remain. Yes, your promise says remain. The hell is rain the same source. Great is your
0: faithfulness. For Again, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Untorn, where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love. It's good to be with you guys. Hope and pray that God is moving in your world, blessing you guys with his abundance and his favor. And tonight is Follow-Up Thursday. I absolutely love Follow-Up Thursday. It gives you the chance to pour into and share your thoughts on this week's topic, which was a greater plan. And today's question that we... That we really left off actually with Monday, with Message Monday. The question that we left off with leading into today's podcast is simply this. Have you ever been so wrapped up in a small problem that you forgot to step back to see the greater perspective? How did you come out of it? So it was actually two questions. And here are some thoughts from people that I asked this question to over Facebook this week had some really good feedback as it pertains to this question. This is from a youth pastor friend of mine. Honestly, scripture, prayer, good Christian friends who tell me how it is and have a different viewpoint than me, and then I worship. It's a good thought from a a good youth pastor friend of mine. Here's a college pat, here's a college friend of mine rather, college professor friend of mine. Writes this A friend once said to me that I could really do well to look at the big picture. It became one of those revelation kind of things. I was sweating the small stuff and not getting the big picture. Sometimes we need to step back, focus on something else for a time, and then come back to the situation with fresh eyes. But all these things need prayer, and sometimes lots of it. And also try to face issues with joy. Jesus, others, you. Hope it helps, and remember to keep God's desired outcome at the forefront of our realities. That's a good thought. Again, that was from a college professor friend of mine. Another thought, and this is a little bit more personal, is this. A situation is this. A family member is sitting in jail. A family member is sitting in a jail cell this morning due to some poor choices that she has made. As a father, it breaks my heart, and tears my guts apart because I try as hard as I can to fix the problem. I want her to learn, to get help, to take responsibility for all that she has done. I want her out so that I can hold her, tell her everything is going to be alright. But that's not going to happen now either. Then other family members we sit, we talk, we pray, we realize that this may be what it takes for this family member to get back to God. It certainly isn't the way I would pick for anyone. But if it keeps her alive and it keeps her from, if it prevents her from taking anybody else's life and helps her find her way back to God, then she needs to stay there for a while. Anyway, Hope this is something you can use. Again, way more sensitive as they themselves are actually going through this gut-wrenching problem. A buddy of mine who works in ministry down in the Atlanta area responds to the question. Again, the question tonight is, have you ever been so wrapped up in a small problem that you forget to step back and see the greater perspective? How did you come out of it? This buddy of mine from Atlanta writes, I had to learn to be still and depend on the Holy Spirit. It happened during the Miami festival. Another person writes one of the best situ one of the best solutions I found is surrounding myself with people I trust to speak into my life, asking people to call you out on things like this is difficult, but it's absolutely necessary. And then the last perspective That I have tonight from a camping friend. He writes this. He says, my problems are always an extension of selfishness. That's huge, my friends. As someone who wants to work in ministry, I even find myself saying God is doing his will. Yet still, I am trying to impose my will on the problem. I suffer from King Syndrome wanting others to serve me or remove people as an obstacle of getting what I want. A current small problem in our home is that my 15-year-old son is absorbing as much secular music as he can get his ears on. He is creative, and I always encouraged music in the lives of our kids. He's also training himself how to play all these songs on the piano. lost my spot and I apologize. He's also training himself how to play all these songs on the piano. He incur- he practices them and fills our home with them. He plays a lot of different secular music. He has even figured out that when he plays Frozen songs at school, girls surround the piano. The grand scheme is that he wanted to quit playing the piano altogether not too long ago. and We didn't want him to quit. So he found some songs that he could play ...from within himself. I want him to embrace worship songs. He does play drums on the church worship team. But he hasn't engaged those songs... ...as an overflow of his creative... ...of his creative... ...God-given gifts... ...the way that his mother and I would love to see. The big picture... ...is that we should be grateful... ...that he is playing it all. That he is learning to enjoy it. That he is using his gifts... And maybe one day we will be blessed to see him leading worship. In God's own time, he will touch his heart and he will be able to play songs that honor God because it is an overflow of his love for Jesus Jesus Christ, not because I want to solve this problem my own way. My friends, we often get wrapped up in the smallness, the small things that distract us, that suck us in, and then ultimately suck us dry. For me, today was the perfect example. Have you ever felt like you have lived out a day that was a complete failure for yourself? Well, today was my day. Today was one of those days where I wish I could hit the easy button and just fast forward and get it over with. Or rewind and start over, knowing full well what the events of the day would bring at me, and make better choices about the day. If I were to tell you all about it, well let's just say I would be sitting here well past my 45 minute podcast time limit. One thing after another after another just continued to blitz and bombard our day as a family. But at the end of the day, it was still a good day because my kids are alive and in one piece. We all have our health and God is looking out for us. I'm grateful for that reality. I come back to one of those things that I mentioned the other day. That it is not the circumstances of the day that make our identity up. It's our reaction to those circumstances. And I think for me, it's a three-step process to answer This question, again, the question that we're looking at tonight. is Have you ever been so wrapped up in a small problem that you forget to step back and see the greater perspective? How did you come out of it? For me, it's a three-step process. First one is this. My friends, I react. I don't always think. I react. And for me, for me to get out of my own little world, I have to understand that I am reacting to something. Because I don't always realize it. Sometimes I'm just allowing the day to envelop me, the events of the day, instead of being greater than it, or at least practicing in the power that God gives me to be greater than it. I allow it to consume my day. I allow it to consume my heart. And then, and then I realize, aha, wow, that was a bonehead move. I made some really bad decisions. For me I need people to tell me that I am reacting and then I am wound up from the reaction. It's truly a crazy time. So for me it's first understanding that I am reacting and for people to tell me that I am reacting to a small insignificant problem instead of taking a step back and looking at the greater picture. So I react and I know that I react. And I know that people know that I react. So I need people, the closest of closest friends, to speak into my life and say, Jay, you're reacting right now. You need to step back. You need to see the greater issue and allow God to move instead of reacting. So I react. Maybe you react. Maybe you can relate to that. But the second thing is that I need to stop and rest. Deprogramming from being wound up is really a hard endeavor. But the greater understanding is that there is celebration at the end of the day for having kids, family, health, etc. It's an awesome reality. If I don't deprogram, I carry these things with me. I'm naturally a carrier. And I'll carry these from one day to the next. I try my best not to hold something over somebody's head. I try my best to say, you know what, there's forgiveness, we move on. But for me, when I'm in my own little world and stuck in my own reality, I not only react, but I carry this baggage. I need to not react and I truly need to let go. It's kind of hard to do for someone inclined or prone, or prone rather to these tendencies so how about you something to think about tonight as you're listening to this podcast do you react do you carry are you one that just continues to be motivated by your reactions to things and do you allow people to speak into your life people to speak into your heart when you are reacting i think some of the weaknesses that we have the reason that they remain weaknesses is because we are not willing to allow somebody to come in and speak into our lives the truth of the matter that we are weak in a given area. But when we surround ourselves with people who are stronger than us and ultimately God, my friends, when we surround ourselves with God who is way stronger than us, that's when His grace, His forgiveness His love, his mercy, his attributes, that's when they all show up. And that's a really cool thing when that happens. Are you a carrier? Are you prone to carry things? I think we need to get wrapped up more in the celebration and we need to smile. I was telling my wife today about my day. And over text message, she said, go for a walk and smile. It's sunny outside. Yeah, certainly it's cold, and I could be negative and talk about how it was only 30-something degrees. Although for some of us, that might seem like tropical weather. Ready to go to the beach. It was sunny out. It was gorgeous out. But my kids, my friends, were off the hook today. It was crazy, not only in our household, but it was crazy beyond our household. And so I carry... And I don't want to carry my baggage. I want to lay my burdens at the cross. And that leads to the third thing. I need encouragement. I need it from my family. I need it from my closest of close friends. I need to hear it too from God. It only comes from his word and what he declares over my life and my situations that I face on an ongoing daily basis. Psalm 109 Verse 105 says this, Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. Want to know what an opinion is? Or what the greater plan is? We can read about it in God's love letter for each one of us. His Bible, it's meant for storytelling and it's meant for truth sharing. It's meant as a close connection to our hearts God's word is equipment for each one of us, my friends. And I don't know about you, but I need God's word. That's what it comes down to. When I'm not feeling the encouragement from others, when I'm not hearing the voices of God, or the voice of God, this is when I need the truth of scripture most. It's not like we need the truth of scripture some of the time. We need it all the time. But it's when I need it most, when I'm feeling weak. And it's also the case for everybody. I would encourage you to answer the question. Again, the question that we are looking at tonight. This whole idea, have you ever been so wrapped up in a small problem that you forget to step back and see the greater perspective? How did you come out of this situation? I would encourage each one of us to answer this question to step back to dream to think and to put ourselves in understanding that we need to know ourselves we need to know our tendencies we need to know what it means to get distracted and focused on the wrong things of life again it's not necessarily sin but sometimes we get so distracted that we forget the things that truly matter God wants to encourage each one of us, and maybe, just maybe, it's time to let his word have value in the depths of who we are, because it speaks life and love in greater ways than any human could for you. God is so much greater. God is so much more loving. God is so much more abundant. God's qualities and characteristics are so much more available to each one of us. And that's where we are at tonight. And I hope and pray that's where you are at tonight. And My friends, that is ultimately tonight's message for Untorn. My process is understanding that I react. And because I react, I need people to tell me that I react. And I need to be open to people telling me that I react. Again, the second thing, I need to stop and rest. I need to unwind. And if I don't have time to unwind, then that only creates further stress. Further anxiety that nobody needs. I react. I carry. But I also need encouragement. It's one thing to tell someone, you know what, you're reacting. If they're going to be Debbie Downer about it, if they're going to continually belittle you, or if they continually belittle me, then I don't want them in my life. I don't want them speaking into my life. I need encouragement. So do you. I need it from my family. Again, I need it from my closest of close friends. And ultimately, I need to hear it from God. Psalm 109:105, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light for my path. Tonight, my friends, I leave you with the music of Martin Smith. Great is your faithfulness. Thanks for tuning in to Untorn. Thank you for allowing us to be part of your story. And thank you for being part of ours. Don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, that we are on iTunes with previous podcasts. Untorn is an official podcast available now on iTunes. Also, folks, don't forget to check out our app available on Google Play and also available on iOS. It's called Infusion Now. It's a pretty cool app. It's a Bible engagement app. And also, friends, if you're interested in sponsoring a child through Compassion International, I would encourage you to check out our website, compassion.com slash infusion, I-N-F-U-Z-I-O-N. And one last announcement that I'd like to share with you tonight. We are now on board with Kingdom Bound. We are excited to be partnering with them. We are excited to speak at Kingdom Bound this summer. I'll be heading out there for a day which will be incredible and have the opportunity to share in the junior high tent and also to share in one of the pavilions and do a pavilion talk. I, I'm really excited about this opportunity and the, the good folks at kingdom bound are, are simply amazing. And if you're looking for an activity to take your family to this summer, if you're looking for an incredible opportunity to flood your home with good Christian music then check out kingdom bound, we have some other things coming up, check out their website pretty cool opportunity kingdom bound is really neat so my friends thank you for tuning into untorn where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love tune in monday as we continue our series the transform series here in the month of march god bless you guys we will see you on monday at 9 p.m eastern time right here on untorn.net for everybody with infusion and untorn I'm your host, Jay Trainer, from Studio 14B. Saying God bless, we'll see you Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Take care and enjoy the music of Martin Smith. Great Great is your faithfulness.
1: we Hey, you, with the rhinestone dog collar. Between us dogs, I just convinced my human to upgrade to a new home with the 1,200-square-foot bathroom. I think she called it a yard. With Wells Fargo's 3% down payment on a fixed-rate loan, my human realized a new home was within reach. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash woof.
0: Wells Fargo Home Mortgage. Down payments as low as 3% on a fixed-rate loan require mortgage insurance. Ask a home mortgage consultant about loan requirements. Wells Fargo Home Mortgage is a division of Wells Fargo Bank N.A., Equal Housing Lender, NMLSR ID 399801.